Hey, good evening, everybody. Good evening. This is your boy, Pastor Santa Camo. This is the real word. I'm with my boy, my brother. What's up, y'all? This is your co-host, Ricard Well, We thank you all for joining us tonight on The Real Word. This is the third season, the sixth episode of the third season. So we thank you all for being here with us tonight. We thank everyone for joining us and being a part of the show and a part of the movement. Thank you to everyone that has been supporting the show thus far, all the people that subscribe to the YouTube. The YouTube is youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. That's youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. Shout out to everybody that's been following us on Instagram. Instagram is The Real Word TV. That's Instagram, The Real Word TV. And we always appreciate donations to The Real Word. Um, that's GoFundMe.com backslash The Real Word. That's GoFundMe backslash The Real Word. And thank you for everybody that's been supporting us on television. Shout out to The Brick Network and everyone that's been watching us on The Brick Network. Anything you want to say, Sanders? Um, just want to introduce our guests. Um, let people know what's going on. So introduce yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, I'm Sharon Davis. I'm Sylvia Blanchard. Shout out to our guests for coming on today. And they're going to talk a little bit about their business, about what they got going on, what it is that they do. Um, you know, we're just here supporting our brothers and sisters and whatever business adventures that they do and to empower the people. Right, Sanders? Yes, that's what we're doing from, from day one. So basically, let the people know what the business is about and everything like that. Oh, better yet, tell the people about yourselves first. Hold the mic close so they can hear you. Yes. Well, uh, Silver and I, we're actually, we actually parents of two grown, uh, successful young adults. Amen, amen. And we are business associates, independent of business associates and team members. Uh, right now, what we're doing is we are marketing and promoting Legal Shield and ID Shield. And we're both very passionate about serving the community in terms of smart consumerism. After all, we're all consumers, but what's better than an average consumer? A smart consumer. Someone that knows that they can have access to a tool for daily living. Uh, enough about me. Mr. Silver? Yes, I'm a Legal Shield associate and we're here tonight to present you what Legal Shield have to offer. <laughs> okay, so I want to basically ask you guys, what made you guys join the organization Legal Shield? And what is Legal Shield? Okay. Yeah, for the people that don't know, because some, there's a lot of people out there that's probably never heard of Legal Shield. Uh, so explain it from A to Z, what it is, what the benefit of getting Legal Shield is, how does it work, how did you get involved in Legal Shield? Okay, well, I, that, that would be me to start off first, because he got involved because I presented it to him. Okay. But the best way for me to describe it is to describe it like in layman's terms, which you usually identify something with. Auto insurance, uh, health insurance. Legal Shield is equivocal to a legal, legal protection service or a legal protection insurance. And what got me very excited about it was as a, a mom of a young brown-skinned young man, uh, I knew that I had to increase protection for my family. And Legal Shield happened to be the answer for that simply because of some of the features that it has. When I was excited, not just about it as a product, being a member, I also got excited about the business opportunity. And, so many ways, um, you know, being able to make a part-time income uh, and protect the community at the same time. Mm. And though, you know, everything is not for everybody, there are people out there that will see the value in this tool because that's what it is. It's set up so that, you know, you can be in any life situation and have access to legal services, mm. real life, authentic, law firms that are at your disposal because they have been prepaid the money to take care of you and the 4.7 million other families that we're protecting with Legal Shield and Identity Shield. So it's basically prepaid legal, you're saying? Actually, it started out as prepaid legal. It's funny that you mentioned that because it was prepaid legal and now it's Legal Shield. Now, you know what's interesting is that I was talking to someone who's actually been a member of Legal Shield for 20 years. Legal Shield got started in 1972 by a gentleman named Harlan Stonecipher. 
He was in an accident in the late 60s. It tore his whole life up in terms of his health. But he had instruments to protect his health in his car. What he didn't have was money or the resources to protect him from all the legal situation that he had to get involved with with the accident. So it devastated his savings. And so he created a legal shield for those that could benefit for and have a, a better footing for equal justice in terms of resources. I mean, after all, if something catastrophic happens, would you say you have the money for a lawyer, for an attorney? A lot of people don't. don't. Absolutely. And that's where Legal Shield comes in. It, it actually levels that playing field so that you have access to legal services, unlimited legal services, no matter what it is. Now, there are some restrictions and some exceptions to some things, but a lot of the common everyday things, you could pick up the phone, call your law firm. We even have what most businesses have now, the most successful businesses. You got Amazon, you got Netflix. When people think of those things, what do they think? They think of an application on their phone. Mm. Well, guess what? Legal Shield and Identity Shield has that. Mm. So you have those resources at a fingertip. You know what impressed me? I worry a lot about my children, and I worry about protecting them. Well, guess what? My worry is a lot less because I have that membership. I have a family plan in place. My son and my daughter have the legal show application on their phone. They know what to do and what to use it for should they get into a situation, whatever that may be. And that, for me, pays for itself. Silver? I joined Legal Shield because it's a very good thing to have. It's also a good thing to carry with you all the time, especially in New York City. Because sometimes you're looking for uh, people, always asking people when they're looking for a lawyer. Sometimes you could be, you don't know who you're going to get. But Legal Shield, you work in, you have a law firm that represents you. And when you have a whole team that represents you, you get better legal representation. So you think it's something that people of color should definitely have? Us as people of color, we're oftentimes targeted at a disproportionate rate, especially um, us being black men. So we would say that... Well, it's funny that you say that, and I want to bring this up. I actually yeah, have my application right here, Legal Shield. Mm -hmm. And on Legal Shield, the last bar, an option on this application, has an emergency legal access. Now, what qualifies for that could be a situation where you maybe have been a member for a long time, and when it was known as prepaid legal, they actually had cards that they could use when the police stopped them. They had cards that they could show the police to show that they had legal representation. And oftentimes the police would back off because, you know, yeah. you get a better you get a better respect, a form of, okay, I see what you're working with, let me back up. But now, because we're tech savvy now, we have an app that is immediately at your fingertips. And again, our son is 21, our daughter's 22. Our daughter's a college student. My son, he's a working man right now. But again, life happens. Of course. We wanted that comfort. We mm -hmm. wanted that tool at our disposal. And we're paying less than a dollar a day. Wow. You know, less than a dollar a day. And the beautiful thing about this particular membership is that you know, people say, I've had people say to me, oh, well, I'm not really in that situation to use Legal Shield. Well, guess what? There are more applicable things in everyday life where you may need legal advice than you care to admit. But you know what? You don't think about it because let's admit, if you're going into work mm -hmm. and you're feeling sick, do you know most people drag their behinds to work sick because they think about that income loss? Mm -hmm. You understand me? So. There's a lot of times when we really need certain things, and somehow in our mind, we qualify, quantify, oh, well, that's going to be a burden on my budget. That's right. Well, guess what? Legal Shield's got something for that, too. Mm. It's called Member Perks. It's a savings uh, discount plan built within Legal Shield. When you take out a family plan, 
I get an email every day telling me what it is I can say with what corporation I decide to do business with. Wow. And you can save somewhere between anywhere from whoever you choose to deal with on that particular list. The potential savings could amass a savings of two grand or a little bit more than that. But That's it depends true. on what you decide to use it for. In addition to that, for each year that I'm a member, the first five years, there's an aspect of my membership that has a trial defense benefit for my state because every state is different. So the plans are a little bit different depending on the state. As I mentioned earlier, there are some exclusions and maybe some restrictions depending on where your plan is from and where you reside. In my state, right now, as I stand, live and breathe, I'm entitled to 60 hours of trial and defense. Mm -hmm. For the first five years of my membership, that increment goes up another 60 hours. That means by the fifth year, I'm qualified to receive 300 hours of trial and defense time. So 300 hours of uh, attorney working on your case if you were to, to go to trial. Absolutely. And you know and what? The, without no payment out of your pocket. Absolutely. And you know what? what's the beautiful thing about And how long did it take you to obtain the 300 hours? And that's over the span of five years. The okay. first year you get 60 hours. That's what I was saying. So the 60 hours. But any way you look at it, you know what? I'll let you in on a little secret. I worked for a divorce attorney for, for six months. And I used to answer his phone. When I answered the phone and people wanted to talk to him, you know what they said? Can I talk to uh, the attorney, please? I had a procedure. I had to put the person on hold. If he was in the office, I would say, so-and-so is on the phone and they want to speak to you. Are they paid up? Yes, billable hours. Say, billable hours. Which client are they? What kind of client? Is it uncontested or contested? Because it's all about the money. Most times now, even on the low end, $250 an hour for an attorney. Hmm. Any of you have that money on hand right now? Most of us don't, to be honest. Okay. Hmm. And I'm saying, all I'm saying is life happens. That's true. Legal Shield and ideal ID Shield are ways to be prepared for what may come. You know what? I just recently got involved with ID Shield. Well, what exactly is ID Shield? ID Shield is especially directed towards identity theft and credit protection. Shout out to the scammers. Kanasi, I see you. As a matter of fact. Shout out to the whole class. I see you get that money. God has shown you this because I'm, I'm a Gen Xer, or at least that's what they tell me. What's a Gen Xer? What's a that? A Gen Xer is someone that was born between the early years of 1960 through 1970, 72. I was born in 1965. Yes, I'm 53 years old, and I'm so proud of that. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here today. But I have to tell you, AARP, most people know who this organization is. It's for people who are 50 and over. They give discount programs and things like that. They did an article on the dark web and the fraud that goes in and the money that is made off of stealing your identity. This is serious business. You know, I did the research and 99 million people last year shopped online for Christmas from Thanksgiving. You know, Black Friday, all of that's coming, right? When you take your information, any way you put it, you are at risk. The moment you give that information out, you are at risk. When you go to the doctors, the clinic, when you go to the bank, when you give your social security number maybe over the phone, when you're doing anything digitally speaking and you're exposing your information, you are at risk for fraud. Mm -hmm. ID Shield address that just like uh, LifeLock and other competitors. Wow. However, what I have to say about ID Shield is that you, your plan definitely leans into you being able to use private investigators that help to give full restoration mm -hmm. of your identity. And they don't stop until they get full restoration of your identity. That's very powerful. We're working with an organization called Pro, which is one of the leading experts known in this industry. And I'm telling you, this is just an awesome tool to have, to know that you could shop a little bit more safely online. You know, people, many people tell me, oh, I'm scared to shop online. They're stealing your information. You know what? You give your information verbally, yeah. and you're still at risk. 
when you take your credit card or your debit card and you're at the, the uh, station, the gas station, and you're doing this, you don't know where that information's going. It could be public record. Yes, and, and that's the whole thing. This is a billion-dollar driven business, fraud. Mm -hmm. Ident identity fraud is big business. So Legal Shield offers ID Shield to help counteract. Why do you say that it's big business if everyone acts? It's big business because they take this information and they sell it over. Yeah, they over sell it dark web, you know. Yes. That's how credit yes. card scammers card cards. Yes. They'll go on the dark web, they'll buy um they call them bins. Basically it's like a big it's like a book full of credit card numbers and and, sh and, and information on people and then you use that and then you would get a um you would get a credit card printer and a e and a emboza and a few other things and a laptop. That's all you need really once you buy it. Once you buy the numbers online, then you you have like the magnetic strip plug-in. You plug it through a USB. You swipe the empty card through it, and then it uploads the information. Then that empty card becomes a credit card with someone else's information. Then you impose it, and you put your own name on it, and then you get a you get a fake ID that matches. Well, you could use your real ID if you want, but that wouldn't be smart. Use the fake ID to match the credit card, and then you go shopping. And then whatever you buy, you you keep or you sell. Um, but real quick, shout out to all the people that's been watching. Shout out to Fred Whitlow. He said, "I have Legal Shield too." Shout out to you. And he said, "It's excellent too." Um, shout shout out to Marcia Lewis. Um, she's been with us since day one. Shout out to Marcia Lewis. Good night. Um, we appreciate you, Miss Lewis, and we appreciate all your love and support. And shout out to everybody else that's watching right now, watching live, and shout out to everybody that's watching on TV at the moment. Shout out to everybody that's watching on YouTube. If you like the program, you could donate at www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. Um, so what's up? Continue, as you were saying, it's interesting. Wow. About um, what you said about in regards to his big business, that's, I didn't even know it was um, it was like that. To be honest, yeah, it was like that. You know what? There was a movie <coughs> Will Smith played in a few years ago, okay. and it was especially about identity theft. Uh, there was a whole ring of it. I can't think. Was it Focus? It was a movie he played in. I know what you And they showed you the back room of what these people were doing with the credit cards, and that's exactly how he described it. And it was people at tables on phones and everything. It was a huge organization, and they were making millions. Shout out to the floss, man. They call us the floss for a reason. <laughs> Shout out to the tribe. Shout out to everybody in the trenches. I did <laughs> versus, uh, I mean, it's too good thing to have right now. You got to talk into the shield. mic, Mr. Silver. <laughs> legal shield and ideal shield is very important for people to have to carry with them. You could use that on your cell phone. Going to a lawyer now, just a consultation from 250 and up. ID shall protect you from you're using your credit card, going to a store, especially the holiday season that's coming right now. It's all about protecting the families. You know, that's, that's really what this is about, protecting and securing families. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that happen around us that kind of shake us up. You know, we're human. But at the same time, when you have something available to you to use just in case, that's why I equate it to what people know best, which is the products of auto insurance, health insurance, those things you turn to when those issues arise for you. Heck, let's admit, you can't even drive a car without automobile insurance. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in especially these days, there's so much in the air about people suing one another. That's another thing. People are quick to want to sue one another. Well, wouldn't it be best for you to get yourself some legal protection so that you can curtail that expense? Because I know sometimes we say we don't need something, but then when that other shoe drops, but things happen. In life, things happen. And that's exactly my point. Life happens, and so much happens beyond our control. And it's all about trying to get and stay prepared for what may come. We're not always successful, but I know I feel a lot better being a member of Legal Shield and ID Shield, that I have that assurance. You know, if I have a question. You know, I, I had. Um, presented 
legal shield to uh, some Spanish-speaking people at my job, and they, they speak a, a very heavy Spanish accent. They could see the value in the product. One lady told me as best she could that her boyfriend has three kids and he was doing something regarding custody. A lawyer charged him $1,000 just to do one letter. $1,000. Yeah. One letter for him. I remember even with us when we, um, when we decided to apply for the 501c3 and the first lawyer we went to, she was trying to charge like, what, two, $3,000 just to do the paperwork and I ended up doing it online through another service and we cut the cost. So shout out to the service that we use. We won't mention it because you didn't send us a check, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I mean, like I said, the best thing I like is the app. To me, that's everything. To know I have everything at my fingertips. I got a question, the slightest question, I can actually call. I can actually get in touch with the law firm that I'm assigned to be with. What I like too also is that um Silver and I are at the age where you really start thinking about, you know, your future in terms of what you're going to leave legacy for grandkids, stuff like that, and how you want to build your legacy. And a part of that, of course, is a will, or when you are in a situation where your health might be compromised, a, a health care power of attorney. And when you decide that you'd like to invest in a membership for you and your family, those <coughs> gifts are complementary, which is a will and a health care power of attorney that uh, Legal Shield does embed into their membership program. Those things are complementary, and I like that. Just to add that, on the legal, uh, just to add that, on Legal Shield, there's a list of form that for will, for adoption, what the rest? Change of name. Change of name. Anything at your fingertip, you will find information on your cell phone. Yes. Actually, the forms are connected to, that's an additional app that actually downloads the forms onto your phone. I mean, you know, people are sleeping with their phones these days. Right. And as much as we, we don't like to admit it, a lot of people look at their phones first thing they get up in the morning. So we know how instrumental and the dependency of the phone is. Basically, it's basically a computer. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a what's going on. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. You know? And things are at your fingertips. And that's why, like I said, it was even more impressive to me that Legal Shield had this. The member that I spoke of earlier that's been with Legal Shield for 20 years, she still has the card. The physical card that they used to use. Yeah, I remember those cards yes. from back in the days. Absolutely. And you know what? To tell you the truth, this person didn't even know Legal Shield had it. Let, let me ask you a question, though. Sure. You were saying something about back in the days you get pulled over, you show the cop your Legal Shield card, show that you got legal representation. Do you think that works? Like that would get you out of a traffic ticket? No, not today. Not today? Back in the days they used to? Well, you know what? It's interesting <laughs> that you mention that. It may not, but I tell you what's on your app. There is a feature on your app that allows you to screenshot the ticket and it immediately goes to the law firm. You get a call in eight hours on what to do about that ticket. Yep. How about that? Have you guys ever heard of a rapper called Pusha T? I've heard of him, yes. They call him Pusha. Do you, do you know why they call him Pusha? No. Okay, because he used to expound and um, indulge and uh, shipment and distribution of narcotic drugs. Oh. Okay, so he used to be a drug dealer. A okay. Retired drug dealer, well, allegedly. So, oh, okay, okay. So, in one of his songs, he was like, oh, because when you traffic and you go back and forth into multi-states and that's what creates a federal crime. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, he used to have prepaid window, prepaid legal on the window shield. So, when he was in the Carolinas and he got pulled over, the cops would see that he got prepaid legal representation. Just wow. a joke, you know. I, I, I got you. But leading into that, our law firms also deal with criminal law as well. I would hope so. Yes. Yes. I would hope they deal with criminal law. That's no, where all the money is at. It's not candy coated. That's exactly. my point. Life is not candy coated. You know, people do get involved in things they shouldn't, and they still deserve to, and have the right 
the fair and legal representation. So let me ask you a question. Oh, if sure. someone wants to get legal shield tomorrow, how soon would they be able to gain access to legal representation? Like how long does the process take? Less than 24 hours. Well, it's, uh, let me just say this. I know it would depend on what you need the services for. Things like which are covered for free, like uncontested divorce, uncontested adoption, name change, You'd have to be a member for at least 90 days. That much I do know. 90 days? 90 three days. months? Yeah, three months. And, uh, you know, and a lot of different... <laughs> What's well, funny? This is basically Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like they put you on a probation period. It's like a job <laughs> or something. 90-day probation. Well, it's... Yeah, 90 days is, is a standard in a lot of things. But that is the uh, that is the requirement, that you're a member for 90 days. Because you know what? Let's admit, too, we're human. Sometimes people, like I said... If they don't think they need it at that time, uh, I don't really need this. I've had people that tell me that. And then come back to me. I had one gentleman that told me he had it three years ago. And now he needs it. Because he's about to get a divorce. And now he needs it. So, so what, you got to wait three months for a free divorce? Well, the thing about it is that that's his, that's his mm -hmm. choice. But the thing about it is when he became a member, the, fee, the membership fee was a little bit less than what we pay now. How so much was it now versus to how much it was before? At that time, he was paying, because he had been a member quite a while. Mm -hmm. I believe he was paying around $17 to $18. Now, I pay $24.95 a month. New York City paid $24. Um, but there's also a business portion, because from what I remember, there is a monthly portion, but there is also a business portion that, that you got to pay to get into, or... Well, that's a call a writer. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That's an attachment. So if you have a home business and you need a greater uh, blanket of legal... No, no, no. What I'm saying basically is like, from what I remember, the person that was trying to, I guess, get me with Legal Shield, he was explaining it more so like the system where like you would purchase it and then you would come underneath someone else's and then it would be a business. Yeah, it'll be like a business situation where you're under that person's um, situation oh, too. Be a legal shield. Well, see, that, that's a different aspect of legal shield. There's legal shield in terms of a business opportunity, which I am involved in. I, I, I said that in the beginning that I'm an independent business associate, mm. but I was a member first, and then I decided. So, 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 so you do this full time? I do this part time. You do this part time? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my streams of income. I know Silver just uh, had uh, two new members sign up last week. My goal every month is to get the least three memberships a month to protect three families a month, even on a part-time basis that I can, and increase my numbers every month so that I can begin to do this full-time. Right now, with a daughter in college, I just can't get up and cut that main revenue stream, but that's my goal, to get there. How much people you have to sign up to get a revenue stream? Well, I don't get paid on recruiting. None of us do. We decide to increase our team so that, of course, we get overrides, but that's not my goal. My goal is, I can't speak for another associate, but my goal is to protect as many families as I can. Because, again, it's a choice. I do not try to overexert myself. And I respect people's choices. Some people say, well, you know, it's not for me, not now. Mm. No problem, wow. you know. And then it works the other way, too, where something comes up. You still representing Legal Shield? You still got that thing going? I think I might be interested. So it can go either way, you know. It can go either way. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, I was about to ask you this. Um, so um, the intent of, of, of you guys joining was not only because of you guys wanting to um, you know, have a, a lawyer in regards to easy access instead of paying expensive, um, a lot of expenses. Right. And also, you're also here to also help families and protect families when they go through situations and everything like that. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I wanted to ask, is there anything um, else that you guys wanted to talk about in regards to what you guys wanted to, um, what you guys are about in regards to legal show? As in, if someone wanted to sign up today, how would they go about doing so? Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, Silver has his business card here, and he's actually my new. Show the camera member. your business cards, Silver. <laughs> Show the people. Mm -hmm. What does your business card say, Mr. Silver? Legal Shield. My name. The 
You may want to say your phone number. Yeah, that's yeah. Phone number is 631-805-2120. Say it a little bit slower so that the people can write it down. 631-805-2120. Yeah, guys, and if you have any questions, um, I'll put the link in the description. I'll put the information below. Um, shout out to Fred Whitlow the second again. He said keep sharing this information, it's valuable information. So the people Georgia. shout out to Georgia. So he's basically saying Alabama, that excuse me, Alabama. Alabama's what up? Um so basically he thinks it's a good idea. He thinks that it's great for the people of color. Shout out to Joe Dana. I don't wanna say your name wrong. Joe Dana. Um shout out to Joe Dana. She has the highest rating episode thus far of the real world. Um, yeah, she did 28,000 views from last week. Shout out to her, shout out to her book, and shout out to everything that she's trying to do. Um, go check her book out. It's on Amazon. And check out, it's called Jordan and Neil, basically. Um, she has two books out on Amazon, so you go to Jordan and Nelly. Jordan and Nelly, L, sorry, N-E-L-L-E. Jordan, like Michael Jordan and Nelly.com. So, you could purchase her books from there. So shout out to her. I, I wanna I was so sorry. I no, it's good. I wanna add to ask this. So um tomorrow is, is um you know, tomorrow it's um election day. it's election day. And I wanted to ask why do you guys feel like it's very important and essential for people to vote and everything like that? It's a must. People have to go out and Speaking vote. Speaking to the mic. Mike, to the mic. It's a must. People have to go out and vote. Why? Because a lot of people feel like their vote don't count. They said vote right. vote is a joke. They're making a big mistake. Why you say that? Because you don't know what's going to happen. So what about the people that say that um, Hillary won the popular vote, but then um, Trump won the Electoral College, so they feel like their vote didn't count? What do you say to those people? Every vote counts. Every vote counts. Again, the people that voted for Hillary, she got the most popular votes, which means she got the most votes from the people, but then Trump got the most votes from the Electoral College. So those people feel like did that vote didn't count. Like, what what can you guys say to those people to make them vote besides well, every I, vote count? I'll speak into it. I'm a firm believer in energy. And when you have energy of the people, mm. change is bound to happen. That's true. And so... Like Obama when he ran for president, he ran on that whole change thing? Something similar. And all that it means is this. First of all, if you're complaining or you're not happy, if you're not willing to do the work of simply going to the polls and vote, then you can no longer complain. That's number one. Number two is the collective energy of the masses is significant because it's going to produce some kind of change. Look at the people that I spoke of earlier. Mm -hmm. These young kids that walked from college two miles, even after their county decided to cancel public transportation. They did that? They canceled the public Sorry. transportation. Why do you think they did that? It could have been to suppress uh, votes. Who knows? Was, was this in Georgia? I believe it was somewhere in Calvert County. I'm not quite sure which state it was. Okay. But I happened to glimpse my Facebook page because, and I saw it. Because I heard that the secretary, so the country, I heard that the secretary of state um, of um, of Georgia, the one that's going against um, Miss um, Abrams, yes. that um, he's known for doing a lot of voter suppression and everything like that. So, um, yeah. And I think that a lot of these uh, measures that are taken are meant to invoke fear. Yeah, it is. Right? And so when you fear just locks people up, we've been scared for too long. They said false, that fear is basically false evidence affecting your reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to get out and vote. We just need to do it. We need the change that we seek to see. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about people who say, well, based on the polls? Because um, um, my man, what's his guy name again? He was the one that did um, the documentary Bowling for Columbine. I forgot his name. Um, Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Yeah. He basically said people need to really, really go out and really, you know, give a message and everything like that. You know, um, spread a message. And you need to pay attention as you vote. Find out when you vote if your vote counted for that person that you voted for. Okay. Because I had heard stories, too. When people voted, they saw another name come up. It was almost like their vote didn't happen. 
And when those things, they could happen, you just pay attention and you go with your intent. I always say, as flawed as we are as human beings, when our intention is pure, change can happen. There's so much that can move and change this world. We know we need to change. There's not a person out there that should not vote. If you're not happy with who's ever in the White House, you're not happy who's ever in the local politics scene, get out and vote. I always say that, yes, particularly the brown-skinned folk, yes, there were a lot of our ancestors that did die and fight for our right to vote. Yes. Listen, let's choose to empower ourselves. Please get out there and vote. Please. It's pertinent. It's our future. It's everything. Because truly, if you're unhappy with the way things are going, that's the way for you to speak up and speak up loud. Take a caravan of your friends. Go. Me and my son are going at 7 a.m. when those polls open. There's no doubt we are going to vote. It's the only answer right now. It's the only way right now. Let's change the game. Let's get out there and vote because it matters. When you say the only answer right now, the only answer to what exactly? The only answer to... Uh, it's a policy, right? To, to, make a to, change. Sh to shifting the paradigm. And that is getting folk in that position so that they can address what really affects us all, not just the rich. And what are some of the things you feel like is affecting all of us? Well, access to good and great health care. I work in health care, mm -hmm. and there's substandard health care everywhere. Mm -hmm. I've worked in Harlem, and I currently work at a specialized hospital, but I've seen the dynamics specific to women's health and mammography. I've worked on the Upper East Side where people came in and paid cash for a mammogram, mm -hmm. had their mammograms read on the spot. Fast forward, I'm working in Harlem, there's a mammogram truck they take your mammogram. You don't get your results for a week. You may get a reading that says there's something questionable in your breast. That time factor matters when there's something found with your health. So I've worked on both ends of the spectrum, specifically when it comes to health care. Can you question, how much is it cash? At that time, it was $300 and change. Oh, at that, that, that's been the 90s, right? And I'm going, I'm going back a uh, year. Wow. Yeah. Actually, early 2000s, um, and that was cash. That particular facility did not deal with insurance. They would show you how to ask your insurance company for the money, but they did not take your insurance. Mm -hmm. So you, you have these standards of yeah. health care as well as other issues, like making sure that everyone has a roof over their head, the mm -hmm. homelessness, the, 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 the you know people not having anything to eat, and the working class being working poor. Is significant, significant. If these issues aren't addressed, then what future are our children going to have? Yeah, they're basically going to inherit a disciplined world if there is a world left for them to inherit in today's world. Um, I feel like the new generation, I guess they're called the quote-unquote millennials, they could care less about politics and things of that nature, they're more so living in the now and they only believe in what they see in front of them and I think that's one of the biggest issues. It seems like it's the older class that's more so into voting. Um, back in the days I know a lot of like rappers and entertainers used to engage in the whole voting thing I guess to make it more cool and mainstream. I remember um, Puff Daddy had a campaign called Vote or Die. And they had, I remember. Yeah, and they had the nice t-shirts. I, I had one of those t-shirts. It was like a $50 t-shirt or something. And they pushed that agenda, like vote or die. And, he's, and it was like, vote or die. That's kind of strong. He said, that's how I feel about it. You either make this vote or there's going to be people that died. And we could say during the Obama, even during the Obama and during the Trump administration, a lot of people of color have unfortunately died because of other people's politics. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Um, I haven't seen, you know, there's a drive. I, I live actually in the Poconos, and there's not a day the last two weeks that I don't get these brochures, elongated brochures from whatever politician that's running right now. Even text messages I'm getting on my phone. Are you going to vote? Who are you voting for? They make phone calls too. Yes, they make phone calls too because they know how how pivotal 
this election is because it's setting the stage for the next presidential election. People, the masses coming out to vote. So hopefully I I personally I agree with you about the millennials, but I, I think the message reverberating in people's heads hopefully will get them to the polls. It's so important right now. You cannot afford to complain if you don't vote. That's just where it is. You're not happy and you haven't done anything to help change it, you can't speak on it anymore. You might as well go mute because you didn't even take the chance to try to change the dynamic. And we all have a responsibility in doing that. Be the change you want to see. Please go vote. You can't complain about the 45th president if you haven't at least attempted to make change. The way to do that, show up, vote. The Obama's no longer in office. Get over that. But do you want this man to continue? If you don't, vote. It's simple. I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. How do you guys feel about Andrew Gilliam? How you like? Do you feel like he has potential? Um, I feel like he has potential to win to become um, governor of Florida, the first black African American. But do you see him as well becoming like the second? I mean, I mean, I like his charisma. I like his. Um, so about Cory Booker. Cory Booker is, is is all right. I mean, he's all right. But do you think Andrew Gilliam is better? I like Andrew Gilliam more better. He's more, you know. He's authentic. Who, uh, Andrew Gilliam, right? Yeah. I feel like he's more authentic. He's yeah. the real deal. But this is the problem that he's I more see coming. <laughs> he's, you know what? No, he's old school. Actually, old school, it's old school. But the thing is, that I, I get like a more like when I think of him, I think of like uh, an Obama mixed with Eric Holder because yeah. Eric Holder is a little bit yes, more aggressive. Yes, yes, he's yes. More aggressive. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yes, that's true. That's uh, true. Barack Obama is very diplomatic. Yeah. Like in regards to like savvy, yeah, very savvy. You know, mm -hmm. I'm saying for example, like you remember when he was going to take Gaddafi out? Yes, I remember. Um, you know, like Bush was like, you know, when Bush attacked um, Iraq, he was like, "We're going for you. We're coming for you right now." So, like before Barack Obama had um, the situation in regards to having um, planes, because you know they agreed in regards to having planes to hit different sites and everything like that. Yeah, he said, "Well, you know, he was like, he gave it, he gave like four or five weeks." He warned, he warned, he warned, he warned, he warned. Then after that, he had a coalition, and after that, they did what they had to do and everything like that. So I feel like Andrew Gilliam, he's, he's, he's a Barack Obama, but he's more aggressive, like an Eric Holder. He's more forthright, you know, forethought. Like, you know, he's like, you know, like a Joe Biden. You know yeah, no, I, no, I agree. My only concern is this. You know, Florida has had its issues. Is that Jeb Bush? He was down here too? Yeah, he was yeah. a governor as well too, okay. yeah. He was governor for yeah. a while. There's a lot of corruption beyond those elements of the positions that we put certain people in. Yeah. And that, you know, like, Andrew is, he's very, he's very authentic and grassroots oriented. Yeah. My only worry is that would that shift a little bit because accommodating the full-blown regime on a statewide level because you have to deal with other players in the game. Of course, you, know? you gotta, you gotta be fair to everyone. How savvy is he gonna be? You know, you gotta tap dance a little bit because after all, it is the world of politics. You understand? Do, do you feel, I don't feel, do you feel, I don't feel Bernie tap dances, what do you think? Bernie Sanders? I don't think he tap dances. Maybe that's why he didn't win. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true, but you know, uh, Bernie, but, but he has a, Bernie's hardcore, he's like hardcore. You, I don't see him compromising and sometimes when you want to get in that regime, you may have to. It for depends on what you really want to do. For the greater good, sometimes you've yeah, got to work amongst people. You know, the you evil. have to... It, <laughs> it's, a, it's a difficult paradigm because you look at people like Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson ran twice for president. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember Shirley Chisholm. Yeah, I'm actually Shirley right? Chisholm. She was another one, first female black female that ran for president. Well, no one took them seriously, probably. No. No, they took Jesse serious, though. Jesse could have won. But Jesse, he just ran it at the wrong time. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, black people don't really trust Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that, that's... You could do a show on that alone. That's, that's a whole show <laughs> with Jesse Jackson. But you know what? His, his pivot was really in the civil rights movement, that whole thing. Mm. And... You got to stay relative. That's another thing. You know, you got to stay relative. Mm. You got to be speaking to some of everybody to get everybody. You got to, people got to resonate with your message. And I think with Jesse Jackson, you know, he's... He was just for the blacks? Yeah, he, well, he, he 
He said some things that got him in trouble, if you remember. Like I'll repeat it. Uh, he came to New York and uh, said something that was considered anti-Semitic at the time. Oh, okay. And it kind of knocked him off. And I think that's the real deal why he didn't, really couldn't win was because there's other people pulling strings too, that powerful people. He pissed off the Jews? Yeah, yeah, he did big time. Mm. Yeah, he called New York something, and they didn't let him live that down. Wow. So there are dynamics where, you know, if you say too much, you say the wrong thing, and you piss the wrong folks off, you may never, you know, get the victory. But I think at this moment, we just need to vote. Right? Eric said that, um, yep, they leaked emails about Democrats sabotaging him. Um, Eric, are you referring to Jesse Jackson, or are you referring to someone else? I'm guessing he's referring to Jesse Jackson, maybe. Um, but yeah, guys, um... Let me see. I've worked for a political campaign one time, and the, the one thing I realize about um, political campaigns is sometimes um, money plays a very big factor in ultimately deciding who wins. Um, especially, say for example, someone runs as a Democrat but has Republican attributes, as in Republican mm -hmm. money and the way they move is more so the Republican mind state. A person could run as a Democrat if there's no Republicans and he's secretly a Republican and could still win as a Democrat by beating out all the other Democrats. Like, like Michael Bloomberg. That's yeah. what Michael Bloomberg did, right? Well, he had yeah. a lot of money. His yeah. money talked for him. Facts. Exactly. Oh, he's saying no, Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, they did leak Bernie Sanders' emails. Oh, um, yeah, they, they did. They said that Hillary had something to do with it. The sabotage? I'm, yeah. I'm sure there was some sabotage yeah, that yeah, went he on. Yeah, he was involved in that. That's a definite... You know, someone posted on um, Facebook, what if Michelle Obama ran for president in 2020? I think she would win. I think she would win, but I don't think she would want it because of the mere factor of, of the things that she went through. And, you know, because like I said, you know, when you when you get into office, especially being president of the United States, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you, you, you're not really, you know, you're, you're always in the public eye. And it, it's a lot. I've seen, um, there's, a, there's a show I've been watching. It's called, uh, oh my goodness. It's called Designated Survivor, mm. and it's like it was, it was a great show. To be honest, I'm still watching it, and it's it's a lot, you know. I mean, there's perks that comes with being president of the United States. You know, so you have a lot of power, and with with power, there comes a lot of responsibility, exactly, and accountability as well too. And um, but it's 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 a lot, you know, especially yeah. for your family. It's a lot. It's that's really a lot. That's what any public figure, like even right now, us as public figures. Are. I deal with it a lot, all the time, especially when I go to these big events, people and, you know, they don't stop, you know? And when you become a public figure, people feel like they know you from online. So they see your videos or pictures on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, and they feel like they know you. So when they see you in person, like, they run up to you and your family, and they think that they're family. And sometimes it could be unbearable, it could be uncomfortable. And sometimes they hold you to a certain standard where sometimes you feel exhausted mm -hmm. and you're like, yo, I'm tired of this. Like, I'm human like you, like, you know, and the, the higher they put you up, you know, the harder you'll fall, <laughs> especially when, you know, that's why you just got to stay within prayer and try to stay positive because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It isn't. But you know what? I was just thought across my mind. You guys remember Colin Powell? Yeah. You remember there was the push for him to run for president? Yeah. yeah. And you know... I think he would have been a phenomenal president. But he was a smart man. You know why? Yeah. Because when you open those doors, you open everything to your family. The floodgates. The floodgate. Everything opens up. So everything that's in the closet is going to be shown. And I honestly believe he did not want to subject his family to that. Yeah, because it's like anything else. They said if they can't get to you, they're going to try to get to your wife or your kids and try to expose you in some way, shape, That's or form. That's crazy. It's yeah. true, though. Even in small, you know, even even at work, at church, yeah. places like yeah, that, facts. you know how the game goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, anyway, where you have the human factor, it's going to be facts, you know. But I remember when they were trying to push him to run for president, and he was like, no. Silva, who are you voting for tomorrow, man? You quiet. Well, I'm a Democrat, man. So, so what does that mean? Who are you voting for? You have someone, or are you just gonna uh, vote straight Democrat, straight Democrat, straight Democrat? Oh, Democrat. That's the thing, right? People been saying that blacks, I guess, generally vote straight Democrat because they feel like the Democrats are for black people. But they said that there was a time where Democrats wasn't doing nothing for the black people. Of course, black people just voted 
Democrat because they feel like if you're a Republican, you're automatically racist. It's worse than that. If you go back and do your history, how the, how the Democrats are, are looked and viewed to as today was how the Republicans used to be looked at yeah. when they first started those parties. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's just a label. And, you know, as human beings, we're so conditioned with these labels and putting people in boxes. The reality is, what are you going to do for the people? Yeah, but the names changed over the years. They had the Federalists, they had the Democratic Republicans, and before they had separate parties until Thomas Jefferson and I forgot who else started their own party to yeah. run against the previous people, and they had beef with Alexander Hamilton, and mm -hmm. they was going against him, and you know, it was a whole bunch of things. Um, shout out to Eric. Eric always supporting Eric Jean-Baptiste. He said that's why Obama exposed his life in a book before he ran. Facts. If yes. you put out all your truths, then they can't use it against you. I bought those books, too. Very good. Very, very good. You mm. know, to this day, no scandal, no hint of scandal ever touched that family. And I love that. Because it was transparent. Nothing to hide. I love and that. And I did the same thing when I started preaching and started becoming a public figure. I spoke about all the things I've been through, the negative and the positive. Because, you know, especially within our community, you know, the Asian community, especially in the church community, they got to look for any dirt that they can find. People people in the Haitian church community will find dirt on you from when you was in Haiti. That's crazy. You be like, all right, like, okay. Like, the, and they don't even need Wikipedia in Haiti, man. They just, you know, I don't know how they do it. They, people talk. People talk. People share. People is always here say gossip. Exactly. You know, but... Again, full transparency is a must. And bad news travel faster than all good news. All the time. All the time. That's the part that sucks. But tomorrow is imperative. Everybody, please, got to get out there and change this. We got to flip this. Whoever is resonating with what you want for you and your family, please vote for them. I, I don't even want to think about, for me, Democrat or Republican, who's talking about issues that are dear in my heart. And right now, it's all about... I happen to be blessed. I'm, I'm employed. I have part-time work I enjoy, which is Legal Shield and Identity Shield. I have, I'm, I'm rich. You understand what I'm saying? I'm rich. I have a roof over my head. I have revenue coming into my home. I'm able to finance my daughter's education. A lot of people don't have that. Mm. When is everyone going to have the right to have fair and equitable access to those same things? A job. A roof over their head. Food to eat. We're talking the basics. We're not even talking about, oh, I want to be a millionaire. No. We're blessed to be breathing and blessed to be able to provide and protect our families. How come every family doesn't have that right? That's what's important to me. And that's what I'll be voting for tomorrow. Who's talking into that? I don't want to hear nothing about what you're going to do for the rich. They're not paying my bills. They're not helping to sustain humanity together. They're only interested in their own agenda. I'm looking for the politician that can't be bought. I think Andrew's one of them. What about you, Silver? Like, what are you looking for in the new leaders and the new politicians? What do you want out of your, your elected officials? I'm looking for somebody that could um, be for the people. Healthcare, very important. I don't want to say too much thing about politics, but uh, <laughs> but go out and vote. You know what I will say this. Let me just speak into this. You know, I was born and raised in Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. That's my hometown right there. 117th Street and Lenox Avenue. You know, you go into our neighborhoods, and when I say our neighborhoods where brown-skinned people live, and you know, you'll find more fast food restaurants in our neighborhoods than you find supermarkets that have fresh produce for us. Mm. When I, I lived in the Bronx, I used to travel all the way to New Rochelle to get quality food. That's a shame. That's deep. That's a shame. I want a politician that's going to talk about how best to make sure and ensure that everyone gets access the produce and food that's healthy for them in their neighborhoods. You go to our neighborhoods, there's a crown fried chicken, 
There's always the Chinese man that's there that's got his restaurant. Negroes love chicken. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. But guess what? Mercy. In order for us to improve our health, we need access to... Somebody put down a heart. Yeah, I know you love your chicken. That's it. <laughs> I, know, I know chicken rules, but I'm also suggesting that that is also a pertinent issue for our community, and that's our health and access to quality tools and foods that will support good health. Shout out to diabetes. High <laughs> <laughs> cholesterol, blood pressure. And you know what? No lie. We're talking about cancer these days like we're talking about diabetes. Isn't that sad? It's real More sad. More often than real, not real hearing. Well, what did a person pass cancer. from cancer? And we're saying it so casually, it's sad. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things need to change. We need to talk about climatic change, which is serious. It's mm -hmm. affecting our planet. Our government doesn't talk about that, you know. Our goalies talk about that all the time until they shut them up. There you go. So we, we, we well, need... Obama was on it, too. He did phenomenal as well, too. You know what I'm saying? The well, Al Gore used to go hard. No, yeah. He used to go hard. Yeah, he did a documentary once, like a couple times, I think, about it. Yeah. But yeah, you they know, start saying that he's crazy. You know what he's talking about. He's not crazy at all. But the rest of the world is in tune with that. They actually have these summits. And somehow the U.S. doesn't show up to these summits. And that's sad. Oh, yeah. Um, Trump took himself out of that summit. He was like, he don't care. Yeah. And that's... But I wanted to basically say this, because uh, um, we're almost about to wrap up and everything like that. Um, we just want to just keep everybody posted that, um, you know, last year we had a turkey drive. Shout out to everybody that donated. Shout out to everybody that gave to the GoFundMe. That's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's where you could donate. We also have a couple of people who are also going to get involved. We have Lady Shy and shout out and her husband and shout out. Black Zen and JR. Shout out. Um, you know, people in the um, who's coming up and everything like that with music who wants to participate and get people involved. So, guys, you guys can donate what you guys can and also get involved as we give turkeys to families in the Crown Heights area and everything. Yeah, guys, because this is an opportunity where you could feed your people and all people. You know, you could put a meal on the plate of a whole f entire family. I think that would be a huge blessing, you know, then a lot of us need that. A lot of us need some good karma in our lives, you know. I, I know I need it. I know Sanders need it. And we're just doing the work of the Lord, helping the community. So shout out to everybody that donated last year. Shout out to everybody that donated this year thus far. Um, keep us in your prayers because we're doing... The work of the Lord, you know, the devil stay playing with us. So let's keep us in our prayers. Um, shout out to Eric Jean Batiste. He said fast food is the new drug. Yes, <laughs> facts. For real. Facts. <laughs> Lifestyle and diet. That's what's killing us. Stress and, you know, poor food choices. Poor food choices. And it doesn't help when you have these fast food restaurants that invade your neighborhoods along with liquor stores. And PA, the biggest thing is tobacco stores mm -hmm. over where I live. Wow. Yeah, tobacco's a big thing, you know, smoking, vaping, and all that stuff. And no one says you don't have a choice, you're human, you're responsible for your health, but you still should have a right to access what's good for you in your own neighborhood. Take it from me, traveling to New Rochelle from the Bronx was not easy when I wanted quality food. It wasn't easy. I did it, but it's not something I should have had to do. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Um, so, closing thoughts. Let's start off with Mr. Silver. Okay. I guess everybody should take advantage of Legal Shield. It's a good tool to have. Legal Shield and Legal uh, Legal Shield and ID, ID Shield. Yes. If they want to sign up, what's the information one more time, Mr. Silver? The information. Okay. You could contact me, Silver Blanchard, at 631-805-2120. One more time. Silver Blanchard, 631-805-2120. All right, thank you. And Ms. Davis, do you have any any closing words, any closing statements you'd like to share with the people? Sure. Uh, again, it's all about protecting and securing our families. Uh, I truly hope and wish every family well and good. Uh, if you are in the New York area and you desire to look into the membership, please give, give Mr. Silver Blanchard a call. We're on the same team, so we're just sharing this knowledge with families. And, of course, you get to make that choice. Also, please get out and vote. Thank you.
Okay. Remember, tomorrow's election day, guys, so get out there and vote. Um, Sanders, any closing thoughts? Um, for those who want to participate in the turkey drive, let us let us know. We're going to be uh, meeting up the 18th at Herman SDA Church. I said correctly. Yeah, yeah. Herman. And um, like I said, continue to support us. We're going to keep you posted with um, us becoming a not-for-profit very soon. We have some big projects coming out, so we definitely need your, your, your support, your contributions, and your prayers. And also, lastly, we want to also let you know that this um, broadcast is basically an opportunity to give everyone a voice uh, and support, because that's what we need in our community, including the black community. Much love, much peace, and let's have a quick word of prayer. Father, we ask that you may continue to strengthen us and keep us in your presence, in your love, in your bosom, and help us to inspire uh, your people, Lord, who needs it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 So we thank everyone for watching tonight. Shout out to everybody that supported us. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. You catch us on the Brick Network this Thursday at 4 p.m. Um, that's Verizon, um, Comcast, um, what's the other one called? Cable Vision and Optimum. We're, we're on all that. Um, so catch us this Thursday at 4. Um, you'll see the post sooner or later. And shout out to everyone that subscribes to YouTube. It's youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash the real word TV. That's youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash the real word TV. Um, also, we would like to thank everyone that's following us on Instagram. Um, shout out to the Instagram. It's been building up a lot of traffic, and we just thank everyone for supporting the Instagram. The Instagram is the real word TV on Instagram is at the real world TV. So we thank you all for joining us tonight. We see you guys next week, same time, same place. And we thank you for all your love and support. Good night, people.